1: mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices message and data rates may apply bank of america na member fdsc if you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad free you can do that now head on over to patreon click on the ad free level you get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about plus every single day monday tuesday wednesday thursday and friday you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time ad free over on patreon Did everyone make their New Year's resolutions? Well, one of mine is to not have toxic or flaky people in my life anymore. It's not that hard. You make plans, you show up, guys. But listen, as far as getting rid of everything flaky, that includes dandruff. And that's why I have to tell you about Way's new anti-dandruff shampoo. Now, I like a high-end product. That's pretty obvious. And I've used Way forever. So when I discovered they also had a product to help with dandruff, I mean, so many people suffer from dandruff. I was on board. But what I didn't expect is for their anti-dandruff shampoo to be as great as all their other products. This product smells so great. It smells like ginger and spearmint. And you don't have to take my word for it. After 28 days, 100% of participants agreed they saw fewer flakes and their scalp felt less itchy and less irritating. So, go to T H E O U A I dot com and use code VELVETROPE for fifteen percent off your entire purchase. That's T H E O U A I the way dot com, code VELVETROPE, and get fifteen percent off your entire purchase. Hey, everyone, this is David. Welcome back behind the Velvet Rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one, the only Rachel Clark. (laughs) That's me. In the flesh, like pre-COVID, in a studio. What's going on? How are you?
0: I'm doing so good. It feels good to get out and put on a cool outfit and chat with you today.
1: I'm excited. Listen, Winterhouse season two, your (laughs) first season. So, I mean, listen, we're you know we're coming to the end of this season. Like, how has this? whole experience been
0: it's been wild it's definitely not anything i ever expected it to be and it was honestly so much fun like what like i never thought i would have an opportunity to like do this so it's just like it was all a pleasant surprise and a little bit terrifying
1: <laughs> now that like the season's out you know and it's you've been going to you've been doing press going to premiere parties like have <laughs> you adjusted to your newfound bravo celebrities? you're officially a bravo celebrity, rachel who
0: <sighs> known, honestly. I mean if you asked any of my friends, they would have been like, this is a long time coming. <laughs> but uh no, it's it's cool though. I mean like I feel like the only like really jarring moment for me was kind of at BravoCon because the fans are real like you guys are so loyal and low-key crazy in the best of ways (laughs) but like I could not walk through that area without being stopped and I've like never experienced that in my life I was like oh my god I'm famous
1: (laughs) were you were you so you were like just shocked at like that you know and you had only been on like you know for I, I don't know how many weeks but it was only a few weeks at that point it
0: was one episode and that one episode I believe aired like maybe a day or two before BravoCon, so like that paired with like being on the finale of summer house i was like how do you guys know who i am <laughs>
1: <laughs> listen, like you said, the fans know.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I
1: mean, we did meet you, you know, on the finale of Summer House, you know.
0: That's true. Did
1: you, how do you decide that you want to go into flowers? Like, h- how, how does that happen?
0: That's a loaded question, but we'll get into it.
1: <laughs> you know, listen, you thought, listen, we might as well get to know you a little bit before we talk about all, you know, the drama and fun of the season. You're
0: easing me into into this. Okay. Exactly.
1: <laughs> we start with the easy question. You're right, right you're all. right. I
0: got this down. All right. So, um, before flowers I worked um, as a visual designer and merchandiser for Nordstrom, and that's honestly, like, was my biggest passion and my dream job, and then, you know, as I moved my way up through the corporate ladder of, like, different companies and industries, all in fashion, I just realized, like, this wasn't what I wanted to do, and I honestly just came into the office one day and quit, and... It was hard. (laughs) Like I struggled and, you know, making rent and just getting by in New York City. Like I went back to like working at a restaurant and working at cafes, which I loved those times. But, you know, there didn't really they weren't going to pay for my like lifestyle that I wanted. (laughs) But, you know, like I, you know, I did some soul searching. And one day a friend was like, do you need a job? It pays cash. I was like, oh, my God, music to my ears. Yes. And little did I know it was in this little flower shop in Chelsea And it was like worlds collided, and everything that I've ever loved about any job or anything I ever did was was that, and... It's the uh, it's the love of my life, so to speak.
1: Wow! And then, so you just started your own company, like from there. Like you worked there for a while, and then started your own business.
0: I worked at that company for a few years, and then I realized that I really I wanted to dive more personally into the industry. And how much more personal can you get than doing people's weddings? So, I worked in a, in the wedding industry for a while, and then I started realizing that. I started gaining clients by them coming to me and not just for the companies that i worked for and i was like "Hmm, i could make more money if i worked for myself and i mean through trial and error i really paid my dues and learned so much for for the companies i worked for and then you know it was time to spread my wings and here we are
1: (laughs) you do weddings you do corporate events i saw Mm -hmm. you just did new york fashion week you did boohoo the courtney kardashian i mean is Courtney involved like do you or is it like I mean I'm just curious or is there like 12 layers and it's all corporate and
0: it's all it's all corporate you know but like at the end of the day I got you know I got I get to add that to like my resume of clients I worked with so I worked I've worked with Kendall too so it's kind of like who's the next Kardashian (laughs) listen
1: honey there are things less exciting people to be tied to I mean like you could have a whole career you might be the personal florist for the
0: I don't know if I'm signing up for that, but you never know. Never say no, right?
1: (laughs) Have you worked with like a lot of celebrities? Like have you ever done like a celebrity wedding or anything like that yet?
0: I mean, I think the closest to celebrity weddings I've done is Kyle Amanda's, which they're, you know, they're up there. They're pretty cool. I feel like they're more relatable than any other celebrity, you know, at the time. So yeah, I mean that and working for some really big brands and names out there has really like put me on the put put me out there.
1: Did you know Colin and Amanda before you did their wedding? Like how did they when this this person canceled <laughs> on them or didn't show? Like how how did you get involved?
0: Well, despite what people like to say, the drama of their florist dropping out is 1000% real and I, anyone in the event industry knows that like you wouldn't willingly sign up for this if it wasn't like like you you know the stakes that could go wrong. So Basically, what happened is their florist dropped out, and a friend, a mutual friend of Kyle, Amanda's, and mine, reached out to me, and they're like, "Hey," and I'm like, <laughs> "Hi," <laughs> and like, "Can we talk?" I'm like, "Are you mad at me? Like, what's going on?" And he was just like, "Are you available this day?" And I, like, I pulled up my calendar. I was like, "No, why?" <laughs> and he kind of gave me like the down low what the what the situation was, and I was like, "Oh my god, I will become available." And you know, like, I took the initial meeting with them, and it helped that their wedding planner was actually the wedding planner for the first wedding I ever did as a florist. So it was very comforting and kind of full circle. And like when I talked to Amanda and Kyle, like their mood board was so cool. Their vibe was cool. Like I just enjoyed them as a couple. And I was like, yes, I'll take on the stress. Let's do it. (laughs)
1: Let's do it. Now, I mean, listen, you – you know, are a woman about town. You live in New York. Like, did you know, like, specific? I mean, I assume you knew what Bravo was. Like, were you a fan of reality TV before all of this?
0: No, I actually was not really, like, aware of, like, how, like, the Bravo world and, like, Bravo celebrities and all of that. And I think that was actually better that way because, like, my nerves weren't as, like, sh- like, rattled. I mean, like, on top of, like, having to, like, execute a huge wedding that's going to be on TV. Like, that was enough. Like, I didn't also need to know, like, Everything about them in the show, but I did watch it after and I was like, oh shit.
1: You're like, what's going on here? Yeah. So yeah. like, you didn't specifically know like Summer House or any of this.
0: Nothing. I had no idea. Like, I had to sign waivers and all of that, and I was like, okay, this is this is a thing, okay.
1: <laughs> so now you can say you've done a wedding that was on TV. So that's a big deal. It's pretty cool, yeah. <laughs> so how do you go from like, hey, this is a job, you know, I'm doing this wedding, it's going <laughs> to be on TV, it's going to help my career, this is my passion. How do you go from that to being like asked to be on Winter House? Like, <laughs> where did where did you first hear about like, hey, you were on? there for a few minutes we might want you for this other show
0: connecting the dots so like one night me and amanda grabbed drinks at this cute bar in lower east side and she was just kind of like tossing the idea out and i'm like and at this point we had been eating like we had like oysters and like multiple like glasses of wine and like i knew the bartenders there so shots appeared you know whether you wanted them or not and then the next thing you know i i guess i agreed to go on a winter vacation with everybody (laughs) And I was like, oh, that happened. (laughs) And I really didn't know what I was signing up for. But again, like, why not? Like, I'm a creature of habit to some degree, like, living in the crazy, like, event industry that I do. Like, I'm down for anything to kind of, like, shake up my life.
1: Did you have, like, any reservations or was it like, let's go? It's, you know, a week, two weeks, three weeks, just to party with a bunch of people. (laughs) Let's have some fun.
0: I mean, to be honest, I thought like afterwards when I really had to make a hard decision, I thought about it for maybe less than an hour. I'm quite impulsive and like, I know what I want and like, I am just really sure who I am. So I thought about it for like an hour and thought about like, oh, what could go wrong? (laughs) A lot, but (laughs) I don't know. I was just like so excited for the opportunity, like to just like relive like my early 20s, I want to say, because I'm in my 30s now. I'm like, when do you really have an opportunity to do this? Like, y- You don't sometimes. So I was like, I need to do it.
1: <laughs> so you didn't really know, so you didn't know anyone in this house before Colin and Amanda. I mean, it was just Colin and Amanda. Or, I mean, you were at the wedding, too, mm-hmm. but you didn't really know anyone.
0: Well, I knew it was funny enough. So earlier that summer, I did an event for Smirnoff, and later on, like, in the event, I realized that the host of the Smirnoff event was um, Paige and Sierra. I was like, oh my god, this is such a small world and so like th- knew them loosely and everyone else like no nope, didn't know who they were so it was just going in blind hoping for the best
1: <laughs> wow <laughs> well look you weren't the only newbie this season as they say we had Jessica and Corey mm-hmm. what were your like did having them there help you know like talk to me about Jessica and Corey and your relationship with them
0: well, meeting Corey, I mean, he's like a conundrum. I feel like when you meet him, you're like, what? what are you wearing? Like, I'm used to, like, New York style and, like, just, like, effortless cool. And then, like, this guy rolls up in, like, what I would expect. Like, just gave me, like, Ed Hardy vibes and, like, you know, like, bleach-stained shirts and holes everywhere. Like, acid holes in his shirts. And I was like, ah, uh, immediately, no. But, <laughs> like, but then, like, when you get to talk to him and hang out, he's, like, the most down-to-earth cool guy, like, I don't know. I really enjoyed hanging out with him. I feel like he brought a lot of energy to the house. Um, Reckless energy, I will say. Breaking chairs, throwing wine glasses at the wall, like whatever. Uh, (laughs) And then, you know, like Jess was also new. I think there was a little bit like a reservation with her only because she was so significantly younger. And I mean, like uh, she's, you know, mature for her age maybe. But like there's nothing that like, you know, 10 years can – Replace like that, you know? So there is a little like disconnect there.
1: Did Corey give you just like early 2000 vibes with all the acid wash? And
0: he could be in a boy band.
1: <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> who was out of everyone, who was the most welcoming to you? Did you feel?
0: um i mean like kyle and amanda of course were like the most welcoming and like kyle always checked in amanda always checked in sierra was super endearing and sweet and so was luke honestly like everyone was really nice i even like really enjoyed talking to craig and austin and who else am i forgetting i don't know (laughs) but like everyone was just honestly really nice and down to earth
1: well someone has to be the least welcoming who was the least welcoming or just you know did you find the hardest to get to know My little baby Loka, my kitty, she loves and deserves the finer things in life. She's just like her daddy. But listen, I never knew that that could include her cat food. I mean, look, I kind of have given up on cat food. It's all the same to me and it doesn't exactly smell good. And I just figured it is what it is. But then I discovered Smalls. I like to describe Smalls as high-end cat food. It feels so luxurious. Loka seems to be more thrilled with me these days than ever. And it's actually healthy, it's preservative free. you know how all cat food kind of looks the same? Not smalls, it's healthy protein ingredients, so you can actually like see the chunks of protein. And it's so easy, you go online, you take a quiz, you pick out the flavors your cat loves. They have fresh ground cow, fresh bird, fresh other bird, which it took me a minute to realize that was turkey, that's Loka's favorite. There's fish, and when you're done with the quiz, it recommends what they think your cat will need, and it comes right to your front door. Higher quality ingredients mean a healthier and happier life for your kitty. Head over to smalls.com slash velvet and use promo code velvet at checkout for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use my code velvet for 50% off your first order. 50% one last time. That's promo code velvet for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. So I had like the craziest New Year's Eve. I'm in LA for the whole month of January. And you know how like the next morning you wake up and you're texting friends and you kind of, are talking about the highs and lows of the evening and kind of trying to remember what actually happened, you know, when you've had one too many to drink. It was such an epic text chain. And I'm like, I wish there was some way to like save this. Guess what? There is. And it's called Keepster. I love photo books, but I never in a million years thought that there would be a photo book that combines texting. Keepster is the only way to easily turn your favorite iPhone texts and photos into a beautiful keepsake book. Here's how it works. You download the Keepster app onto your computer, Choose your favorite text, photos, emojis, inside jokes. And then, no, there's nothing else to do. Keepster does all the rest. Keepster is perfect for birthdays and anniversaries and special occasions, engagements. Let's face it, we live and share so much of our lives on our phones. Now you can save what's special with Keepster. So if you have an iPhone, head to keepster.co slash velvet and put in promo code velvet for 20% off. That's Keepster.co slash velvet and use promo code velvet for 20% off. One last time, Keepster.co slash velvet for 20% off.
0: Um, I mean, I think it was a little bit difficult to crack Paige just because like she's also similar to me. Like when I'm a little reserved, if I don't know someone right away and that could be taken as maybe like they're being standoffish but like no you're just like overly overstimulating a house full of crazy people (laughs) but like as we got to go out and hang out i was like this girl's cool like there's no like nothing bad about her
1: i cannot see you being reserved really yeah
0: oh my god i feel like i always i've been getting that since i was a child like i'm they always say i'm like shy or whatever and then anyone that actually talks to me they're like really i'm like yeah like i don't i don't know like i have like resting bitch face but who who doesn't these days
1: you have a secret introverted side that we don't know about
0: i'm an introverted socialite
1: i like that i'm actually more introverted than people think too (laughs) Well listen we saw you know Jessica like you said you know she said well Jessica I guess said that she had some hard you know a hard time getting to know some of the girls like she thought Paige was kind of standoffish and Sierra Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. Amanda like did you, you you didn't feel that from your point of view.
0: I mean, like, of course, like, being a new person, like, entering a house where everyone is, like, already friends, like, that is uncomfortable. And, but, like, then again, I, I'm just, like, very sure of myself and I don't need other people's, like, acceptance or approval to feel any type of way. But, like, I also just, like, looked at the situation. I'm like, oh, my God, like when things go wrong, like you naturally gravitate towards people that you feel comfortable with or have like chemistry with. And so like when people got into fights, like the girls obviously started talking to people that they feel comfortable with. And that that pr- wasn't me or Jess at times because we don't know these people. We don't know what's, what happened like last year or two years ago or whatever time frame is. So I don't know, I just didn't take it personally.
1: And it's bound to happen when you're new, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you feel – I mean was that like a big factor in the house with Jessica or – because it kind of seemed to blow over pretty quickly.
0: I mean it seemed to be a repetitive theme that she continuously felt left out and kind of like catered towards the men for maybe like attention or friendship or whatever you want to call it.
1: Well, whatever you want to call it. I mean, she ultimately did have a moment or two with Corey. Mm. You know, she describes him as, you know, 11 inches. You need three hands and all this other stuff. You know, what oh do you how do you feel about this match? Are they a good match?
0: Um, I mean, I think it seems that it's a little bit more one sided. Um, I think it. I think she was re- became fell for him very quickly, which is funny because she, you know, like expressed to some other love interest in the house that she wanted to take it slow. And at the end of the day, you know that saying, you're like when a guy's like, "Oh, I don't want to be in a relationship. I don't want a relationship." And then like the next week, they're dating somebody. They're like, "No, they just didn't want you." And I feel like that's the case. Like she didn't want to move slow. She just she wanted somebody else.
1: <laughs> right. She really. I I would agree with that. Like. <laughs> I think everyone wants a relationship. Yeah, like anyone that
0: says that, like, you're lying. You're lying.
1: (laughs) Well, right. She did move fast with Corey and seems kind of one-sided, and she didn't really seem to want, you know, something Mm -hmm. with Luke. Speaking of Luke, because, I mean, listen, as a viewer, there was moments, like, with Jessica and Luke where it was kind of, like, I wouldn't say uncomfortable, (laughs) but it was, like, tense to watch. You know, they had this conversation. Craig got really upset. You know, like was that as tense in the house you know like when they had this talk about like kind of no means no and like learn to read the cues or was it just like did you feel that as like a member of the house between Luke and Jessica and all of this
0: one million percent it was the most uncomfortable night ever because I'm like sitting like during that episode I'm literally sitting in the corner I'm like (laughs) oh I'm like I think I'm eating (laughs) I'm like I'm just like What's going on? And like, it was so uncomfortable because I didn't like no one really knew what happened or what triggered this. Or we like we basically just went like zero to a hundred to Craig screaming and Luke packing his stuff and leaving, and we're all like, what And like Jessica's crying, and we're like, what's going on? And like, we all still don't know the like the full story, and I think that will kind of stick between Luke and Jessica. But you know, at the end, the day, I'm glad like things were smoothed over so we could you know reconcile.
1: Did you think like Craig overreacted? Because as a viewer, you're like the same thing. You're like, what's going on?
0: Mm, I mean, yeah, but you have to take into consideration. This was at like 3 a.m. We've all been drinking. Like, we're all like tired. Like, yes, but like, whatever. Like, he... I don't know if he apologized necessarily, but I think like he looks back and realizes that he, he did overreact a bit.
1: Well, what about Corey? Because you say it's one-sided. I mean, Corey, you know, at one point made a statement that he's pursuing all the women in the house. They just don't know it. <laughs> nice, conf- nice and confident there. You know, <laughs> like, does Corey have game? Like, was he really playing hard? I mean, it seemed to work, right? I mean, does Corey have a lot of game?
0: Uh, I mean like Corey is someone that you like creeps up on you in a way like you you meet him like I said and you're just like what is this douchebag and then you're like wait this douchebag's hot <laughs> and like he definitely has game but I mean like I've retired from like being fucked with so I really wasn't like down for that.
1: <laughs> I, I kind of felt the same way about Corey too like at first <laughs> I was like okay so who's cute in this house this season yeah. he wasn't even on my yeah and then I was like oh wait he's actually really hot.
0: All the girls were like, who do you think is hot? And I was like, you guys clearly don't know my type because none of these men are my type. But if we had to go for somebody, (laughs) it was just funny.
1: (laughs) If you had to go for someone, you went for the hottest one there. But we'll get into (laughs) that in a second. Who do you think does have the most game then, you know, out of all of these guys?
0: I'm going to say definitely Corey. Like, he's the most confident. I mean, like, we're going to leave out the guys that are taken because that's
1: there's like no point so we have Luke we have Corey we have Jason
0: Austin was kind of ish Uh, let's throw Austin in there well well we shouldn't because he's not in you know Uh, (laughs) but yeah definitely Corey then he came off very confident and but like not like he's like hitting on you he was just like down to like have a conversation you know he made you feel seen
1: I like it. Well, Mm -hmm. listen, we're debating about Austin here in real time. I mean, that is how you—I mean, was it—like, did you get the vibe that Austin had a girlfriend? Because I feel— maybe we thought he had a girlfriend more than some other times mm. that he's had one and acted single. But, like, did you just get that advice? I mean, I know Olivia, and he talked about Olivia, but, like, as a member of the house, like, was it, like, this is a single person? This is a taken man?
0: I mean, he came in very – I mean, I didn't know who Olivia was, so he came in very much like, Olivia, 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 I'm with Olivia. I'm like, okay, who's Olivia? <laughs> like, okay, I don't care, but who's Olivia? But, yeah, no, I mean, he he – from what I've gathered from, like, Sierra and everyone else, like, his demeanor towards this girl was definitely way different. Um, and, yeah, I mean, he was, for all intents and purposes, taken, but he also didn't refer to her as his girlfriend to us, so
1: the gray area. Was Austin trying to play both sides of the fence?
0: No. He was very, he was very, um, conservative. I guess. That's a
1: I mean I I I I I could see that. <laughs> was did you feel because like in prior seasons right there was this past with like Sarah and austin they seem to be you know did you feel tension in that or did they one thousand
0: percent again yeah because i remember like having a few conversations i'm like is there something there because i feel it there like i don't know if you guys still have feelings but there's still like a lot of chemistry but that never really dies between people you know it's just something you're gonna like you acknowledge and you're like all right well it didn't work out Next.
1: <laughs> and she's getting upset at him when he's maybe revealing the last time he had sex and vice versa.
0: That just comes down to respect. Like, no one wants to hear that. Like, that you, you don't ever want to, like, make someone feel bad about that. Because, like I said, like, you still, like, have care for people even if you're not, like, together with them.
1: Can you imagine if Olivia did come to this house when he invited her?
0: Forest fires. <laughs>
1: that would have been a total forest fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you see a difference in Kyle and Amanda? Cuz I mean you they were very tense before the wedding. I imagine that as <laughs> were they tense clients?
0: No. Amanda was so lovely and Kyle was Kyle's very much like all business like and I appreciate that like entrepreneur mindset he kind of like gave the reins to Amanda in terms of like aesthetic but like no they were so cool but also I feel like because it was like you know two weeks out they didn't really have like an option to push back (laughs) on things because they're like well if we don't do this and it's not going to happen but no they were they were awesome and I also just think like she and I clicked so well like aesthetically that it there wasn't any like need to be like tense with me at least.
1: They were very laid back in the house this time. And like they, they just need to get married and just get it out of the way. And now Kyle is like chill and you know. They're
0: so cute in the house. I feel I mean I've heard a lot of things about them in previous seasons. But they really were like a great role model for a relationship this season. Like what a healthy relationship looks like.
1: Do you think who do you think is a better role model Kyle and Amanda or Paige and Craig? Yeah. <laughs>
0: I think it, I mean, at that time, I feel like to say Craig and Paige were are a better or more of a role model relationship, that's not fair. But because Kyle and Amanda have been through so much and also have overcome so many problems and issues. So I'm going to go with Kyle and Amanda.
1: That's a good, I mean, Craig and Paige have both said at different times, like, you know, doing press and just out there that they are the model couple.
0: <laughs> I mean, what What does that means something different for everybody, you know? Like I think a good sound relationship and also like a relationship to look up to are relationships that do go through problems and how they you get through problems and and like how you work through them is the best example of how like relationships should work.
1: Do you think that—I mean, listen, Craig has—I mean, at some points in the house, he upset Sierra. At some points, he upset Amanda. I mean, these are Paige's really good friends. Mm -hmm. Do you think Paige has her hands full with Craig? And do you think that they have what it takes to go the distance?
0: I mean, if anyone could handle Craig, I feel like it'd be Paige. So I think he's. they've met each other's match (laughs) there.
1: They seem pretty well matched, right?
0: Yeah, they're they're hilarious together. I feel like she's, even though like people are like, oh, Paige puts up with Craig. I'm like, well, Craig probably puts up with Paige too. Like you don't know like everything behind closed doors, but like they're super cute and like a different type of relationship dynamic than Amanda and Kyle have.
1: Well, you had some moments in the house yourself with (laughs) our friend Jason, who I do think is the hottest guy in the house. That's just my vote. (laughs) You know, does Jason have game? You had to make the first move. Lindsay had to make the first move last Mm. summer or last winter. I see a trend
0: here. (laughs) I see
1: a trend here. I mean, does Jason have game? Listen, he's he cooks, he's nice, he's attractive, but does he have game?
0: Let me put it this way. Um, I think Jason checks a lot of boxes. Like, you know, like exactly what you just said. He cooks, he cleans, he's obviously a good looking, he's a model, duh. Um, All these things. But like at the end of the day, I'm like, are those the reasons you stay with somebody? Are those the reasons you pick somebody? Like, they're pluses. But um, I mean, he is, of course, attractive and not just physically. But I don't know. I It's. I wasn't, it took a little minute for me to like recognize some of the other redeeming qualities from him because I wasn't just looking to check boxes this vacation.
1: You're so mature. I was just having this oh, conversation. Yeah, I was just you. in Miami. I was just having this conversation with someone way younger than me, and they were <laughs> like, "Should you be focused on like looks?" And they're like, "Sure that you go for someone's personality." And I'm like, "Oh, this is an interesting concept." Thank you. I
0: mean, I've been through some shit, and I—I I mean, it's I'm I'm wiser now. I wouldn't say I'm like 100 mature because you give me a few shots, and the wooing starts, and who know whatever, but. Yeah, thank you, though.
1: <laughs> what was it? Because, like, right, you weren't just looking at check boxes. What was it? It just – I mean, you guys had a moment. It just wasn't – it just wasn't him. He just wasn't your person.
0: Well, hear me out. I feel like sometimes people are, like – it's a relationship – like, sometimes relationships can, like, sneak up on you, like Carl and Lindsay's, you know, it, it, it blossomed over time. With me, I'm, like, I instantly need to feel that connection. And, like, it's, like, if you – don't sleep with someone right away and it takes too long that burning since like that burning desire kind of fizzles away and I feel like I just need it to like pop off right away or like some crazy connection and to get me hooked and but like it that never really happened and I'm a pretty aggressive person. In my personal life and especially in my business, like I'm tired. <laughs> I want someone to like come after me. I'm like, I'm tired of making decisions all the time. And I was looking for somebody to like let me take a back seat. But like, I didn't take a back seat. I had to kiss him
1: first. <laughs> that, oh, that a hundred percent makes sense to me. I I'm, I'm, <laughs> am the exact same way. It's, I don't understand how two friends like Harlan Lindsay, it makes no sense to me. Like, if I don't feel it right away, it's like I'm not gonna wake up in like two years and say, there you this are. Is, You've yeah, been, there you it's,
0: are. It's, You've been here all along. It's mm. so not for me. Yeah, I mean, but like some what works for them doesn't work for me and seems like it doesn't work for you either. But like, I mean, at the end of the day, like I think Jason's great and I just like was looking for something different. Not someone better than him, just different that's better for me.
1: Just different. And, like, for me, it's not about ego. It's just if left to my own devices, like, I won't chase. It's not It's not a power. It's just, like, you kind of have to hit me over the head and, yeah. like, it'll, it'll work that yeah. way.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I'm tired of chasing men. Like, I've done that for, like, for many years. And, like, I'm like, I want to be chased.
1: If you're anything like me, you made a bunch of New Year's resolutions. Mine are very simple to eat healthier and to work less. Now, the working less isn't going so well. But eating healthy, I've got that covered because of Daily Harvest. Daily Harvest delivers delicious harvest bowls, soups, flatbreads, snacks, smoothies, and lattes. So much more built out organic fruits and vegetables. Never one who listens to this podcast knows that I don't cook and I don't do a lot to prepare things. It's too much for me. That's why I love Daily Harvest because with easy to prep options, I never have to think twice about what to eat for my next meal, snack, or dessert. Everything stays fresh in my free until I'm ready to enjoy it. Now, all the food is great. They have like a broccoli and cheese harvest bowl, which is amazing, sweet potato and wild rice hash, which is amazing. But I'm just so partial to their smoothies, their strawberry and peat smoothie. Oh my God. I mean, listen, the bottom line is Daily Harvest does all the work and delivers it right to my front door. So, listen, if eating well is a goal for 2023 for you, let Daily Harvest support you on that journey. Go to Daily Harvest dailyharvest.com slash velvet to get up to $40 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash velvet for up to $40 off your first box. dailyharvest.com slash velvet.
0: What's up, everybody? It's Adore Delano. I'm here to let you know that my Party of Your World Tour is coming to a city near you. Me and my band are hitting the road in just a few short weeks, and we're bringing the party to you. We'll be playing some of your favorites, like... I Adore You, Dirty Laundry, and 27 Club. And who knows? You might even hear some fun new covers we've been cooking up. Don't forget to grab your VIP upgrade so you can hang out with me, everybody's favorite Libra.
1: Let's party. (laughs) Well, it didn't work out with you and Jason, but you do have a boyfriend now.
0: I do, and he chases me. (laughs)
1: what can you what can you tell us about this mystery man who is on your instagram it's it was it was a hard launch i don't know if you used those words or i read that somewhere i think did you use those words
0: i think i did okay. yeah.
1: i actually think you did too <laughs> I I, I just couldn't remember where I read it, but talk to me about this hard launch and tell us who this mystery man is.
0: His name is Thomas. Um, He's a little bit older than some of these little boys in the house. Um, He's an interior designer. We actually met over a year ago. Funny. Um, He actually DM'd me, so it works, you guys. Um, He caught my eye, and at this point he was living in Texas, so he saw me on another show that I was on, and he honestly was just like complimenting my work, because He's, uh, he appreciates like style and design as well and then one day we met up because he were he used to work by co- like from texas and new york and i was like oh my god he's so handsome he's cool he's sweet and he finally moved back to new york a couple months ago and now i'm his girlfriend <laughs>
1: was this other show hbo's full bloom
0: yep <laughs> listen
1: this is behind the velvet we, we like do our research here <laughs>
0: stalker it <laughs> was yes it
1: was a so that was like a flower competition show
0: yeah mm-hmm. i
1: love it and he just saw you on it back then and said hey
0: he wasn't even hitting on me supposedly when he like messaged me he was just like wow that what you did was so beautiful and i was like who are you <laughs> and I don't know, something about both of us just kind of caught each other's eyes. And, you know, like, nothing really started to happen until he moved back here. And he had some reservations about me. Like, he thought I was, like, some crazy party girl who, like, I don't know, is, like, never happy with, like, goes from guy to guy or whatever. And, like, that's not wrong of him to assume that. But, like, it's because I didn't find, like, someone I actually cared about. And, the you know, he always says, like, I'm... Such a surprise to him, and I love that, you know, keep them on their toes.
1: How long has this first of all, I think when someone slips into your DMs, I think they're always hitting on you. That's just me. Sam
0: are we are we like naive or are we just like full of ourselves? I
1: mean, well, I mean, like you can use any excuse, like but I think ultimately shoot that's, a shot shoot yeah, a shot. <laughs> I think ultimately, that's what it is, don't you?
0: I think so too, but whatever. he is one hundred percent a gentleman and the best like I always say I've been waiting all my life to meet him and i'm so excited that i have him now <laughs> i
1: mean i know when people slip into my dms and i respond it's not like i'm not just this is no i'm, I'm responding for a particular reason no matter how casual this might be at the moment Yeah, i
0: want your attention yeah and they want to like they want yours so
1: how long have you guys been dating
0: uh we started seeing each other in september so still fresh but you know as jess said uh Two days is like what? Or six days is two months. Well, then we're in a year
1: right now. (laughs) This is what Jess said. (laughs) What if you think back, like what was kind of like the high of being in the house? Like what was like the best thing or the best memory? Like is there one memory that sticks out to you?
0: I really love the car rides home from any activity. really, Because, like, it just reminded me of being in college. And, like, the most fun times for me, like, when you're, like, driving, you're, like, you're drunk. You just had a great night. You're about to go home and eat food with your friends and, like, take off your makeup and get, like, more rowdy and, like, relax. And, like, also, like, we didn't have to drive ourselves home. Obviously, we were drunk. And, like, we were just, like, screaming in the car, like, hanging out the windows. Like, I don't know. It was just, like, so like genuine and raw and like careless or carefree (laughs) carefree
1: (laughs) what about the opposite like a low or just like a moment where you're like oh this is not fun
0: oh my god I mean like I feel like I just felt like shit every day because we were not eating right we were drinking all the time we had like there were so many activities and I was like my life like Granted, my life is pretty planned out, with like that revolves around work and stuff. But I'm like, I'm like, okay, we ever everyone has to be up and ready by 11 a.m. We're going to the bar, like we're going to skiing, and then we're going to the bar, and then we're eating dinner, and then we're going out, and then we're drinking. More. I'm like, can I just have a minute? <laughs> But on top of that, the house was a
1: disaster. <laughs> well, you also we're also kindred spirits because I too I wake up at five a.m. every morning. Mm-hmm. No one gets it. that time before when it is dark out. It's before, like the holy time. It's the holy time, <laughs> and then it's like seven thirty in the morning, and the sun's coming up, and people are I'm people like, are still I had not even off. A whole
0: day already. Yeah,
1: yeah. and you're like, I know I've yeah I've gotten so much done already, and mm-hmm. you know some days it's five fifteen. God forbid, it's five thirty. <laughs> but like. People don't realize.
0: It's so, yeah, it's like, it's definitely like my time. And I really, really tried to like take that morning time, especially in the house that everyone was still sleeping to just like, okay, you got this, (laughs) you got this, you can do it.
1: What was the tensest moment in the house for you? Was it this whole thing with like, you know, Craig and Luke or was there something else?
0: I mean, on an outside perspective from not being involved in anything like that, like that moment was the most tense because it was i mean it's it i very much so like kind of um take on other people's energies and feelings so like i absorbed all of that tenseness and i was like oh like what's going on but i will say there was a moment um for me personally that's coming up that i can't tell you much about that i did Personally, that was like the most um, tense moment for me. So stay tuned. So there's
1: even more tenseness to come? Would wow. you expect
0: anything less?
1: <laughs> this is Bravo and this is Winterhouse. So no. <laughs> what about how did Carl and Lindsay arriving? Did that change the dynamic? And if so, how?
0: Yes. They shook up everyone's worlds, I feel like. Which is crazy that like I think more so Lindsay than Carl because I think everyone – Um, is very friendly with Carl and maybe are in whatever type of situation with Lindsay. Um, But yeah, like it's crazy how like one person's arrival can really make everyone start talking.
1: (laughs) Is that really how it felt? Because that's how it kind of felt like as a viewer. (coughs) But is that like what? Like Lindsay came and then all the whole, like the atmosphere changed.
0: Yeah, I mean, everyone was just kind of like, talking chattering behind each other's backs and stuff and I'm like and here I am being like what's going on like what happened like I had no idea so like I'm always like I I, I feel really nosy but I was like what huh
1: (laughs) is that just your nice way of saying that Amanda and Paige and Sierra were talking behind Lindsay's back
0: I wouldn't say like talking as in gossiping I think just like I mean if we we all know who really started the rumor mill or whether it was a rumor or not, but um I think they were just like talking over what was said or what actually happened.
1: I mean, did so there's there's a lot that happened, I yeah. think, when Lindsay and Carl came. Like, I guess let's divide it into two categories for a minute. Okay. First off, you know, there was this whole thing with Jason where, I mean, you know, look, the world knows that, you know, she became pregnant and had a miscarriage. And I mean, there was this tension. (laughs) Like, did you feel that tension in the house? And like, did you really know what was going on between like Jason and Lindsay and – Were you really aware of all of this?
0: I had asked some of the girls, like, what exactly happened last winter. And then I was treading lightly with Jason because I know that's, like, super personal. And I didn't want to be, like, invasive to, like, a situation that, like, he was already kind of anticipating. So I did know what happened. But, like, I didn't know, like, how he felt and, like, why he was feeling the way he did. But I knew there was, like, some, like, apprehension of, like, talking to me or, like, starting anything with me with her coming.
1: And what about, you know, because it still seems to be playing out now, like in real time of, you know, look, I had Jason on this podcast and we (laughs) talked about it. I think that's the podcast Lindsay's referring to. But (laughs) I mean, that's a whole nother story. But I mean, where do you fall, you know, on this whole uh, really on it? You know what I mean? Like she's upset that he spoke out on it. He's upset that he feels that she mentioned it on Summer House and he wasn't like aware of that. I don't know. There's a lot going on.
0: Oh, I totally knew you were going to ask me this, and I was like, oh, damn it, here it comes. Um, I will try to stay a little neutral here because I, as a woman, I feel for Lindsay completely and entirely. and But, like, knowing Jason, I also feel for him and, like, his point of view and how his feelings might have been hurt. At the end of the day, you know, like, he did know what was happening, but... Um, and, you know, like, it's not Lindsay's fault that, like, certain publications wanted her opinion on it. Like, there's, you, you cannot control that. It's not her fault. Like, she talked about it. And, of course, people are going to ask her opinion on it. And it's not her fault that people didn't want to hear Jason's. If he wanted to talk about it, he could have maybe, like, reached out and gotten his word out there. Um, but I also think Lindsay lives a more public life than him. So, in he isn't as vocal about his feelings and whatnot. Um, had I think though that he should have gotten a little more of a heads up that the that that episode was going to air because I think he was only given like a mere few minutes. Um, when I think they could have given him maybe like a day or two, <laughs> you know, like I'll get I'll go as far as that, but I don't think what Lindsay did was wrong at all by sharing her story. She one hundred percent had every every right to do so.
1: Right. I guess, I mean, that's what she's saying. Like, look, it's my story. It's my Mm -hmm. body. Like, you can't shame me for wanting to. And she is being asked about this. I mean,
0: she's the most, like, outspoken person in a good way. Like, she's so vulnerable to the world with what's happening to her, what has happened. And with Jason, I feel like for someone who is so meticulous and careful with his words, I think he might have fumbled that conversation a little bit because it just sounded like he wanted press, which maybe he did. Maybe he does. Um, But I think he chose his words a little incorrectly. But I think we all know his intentions were true.
1: Right. Yes, and I think Lindsay has accused him of just wanting press. I think that was part of it. Mm -hmm. What about – what is it – like you said, like Lindsay is very outspoken. And, I mean, a lot of us are, right? Like (laughs) what is it about her that you feel – does then change the dynamic of the house and like there's you know people are talking and like you know like Amanda has said recently on Watch What Happens you know Lindsay's maybe not the she's the rudest to fans and Paige is like oh yeah like <laughs> w- why why do these girls have such a problem with Lindsay?
0: I I really I haven't firsthand like experienced any like of her supposed wrath if she has them. Like, I talked to her in the summer and, like, you know, like, heard her out. And, like, I think she's honestly, like, really amazing and strong. Like, she's such a strong woman. Um, I just think she's unapologetically herself. And that's not easy to do. And sometimes I don't think she holds back. And whereas I think sometimes um, she doesn't hold back and isn't afraid of, like, maybe – the reactions that people might give her. Whereas the other girls do hold back a little bit more and maybe maybe that's why she like Lindsay just doesn't care what people think of her.
1: That makes sense. And we
0: could all maybe be more like that. And it is very much like take take me or leave me.
1: Uh, Yeah, and I don't even think that's such a bad thing, right? No,
0: it's not. But like not everyone is like that. But sometimes we do maybe we do wish we care We could care less about what people think of us, and I don't think Lindsay cares if people like her or they don't, and I I wish I could be like that, too, but...
1: I I would agree with that. (laughs) Now, what about this other whole situation, you know, where Austin is bringing up, you know, so I guess to boil it down, Carl and Lindsay, I guess that's when they started at the wedding that you were at. That's when Mm -hmm. they started realizing, you know, hey... You know, we've been there before, but this, you know, I'm starting to develop feelings. And now, you know, Austin saying like, Lindsay crawled into his bed and touched <laughs> his dick and all this other stuff. I mean, how do you feel about this situation? Like, is anyone in the wrong? Who's in the wrong?
0: Oh, God. I mean, like, I rewatched that episode back and kind of heard like what people were saying. And like, my interpretation before I watched it, <laughs> like being there, um, was that like, Carl and Lindsay decided that they're like gonna try right and like that early stages before you actually get into the relationship so whatever October was when they started dating I don't know It's like, I know their timeline of the relationship. Thank you, world. But yeah, I think like the moments before you start dating, that's when you build trust. And you're like, that's when you kind of like start stop seeing people, you start filtering it out and you build trust in order to get into a relationship. And I think that's why everyone was like harping on it so much, because like the day you decide, like, I like you, we're going to try. We're not in a relationship yet. But like, that's when you kind of start, I guess, behaving differently. You know or doing things you wouldn't want the other person to do to you so i think that's what people were like or like the girls and the guys in the house were kind of upset about but i mean like hey if carl's okay with it if carl knows and he's okay with it then why do you guys care so much (laughs) you know
1: yeah and i mean yeah i really didn't understand it that's just me personally i I was like but you never really had it it's like the first time after a year two years three years however long you know and you never had a conversation that we're now exclusive so yeah. this isn't how is this not okay
0: i don't know talking about it now i'm like i'm confused all over again <laughs> like what actually happened and i think the only people that will ever really know that will be um Lindsay and austin
1: and do you think regardless of what happened do you think austin handled it wrong
0: you know, I think he when he, like, talked about it to, like, to the girls, and I think Craig was there, he was just more so, like, expressing his uncomfortableness about it that exploded into, like, a huge shitstorm. I think he was just, like, nervous of her coming and being uncomfortable and awkward around Carl. And, you know, like, maybe he was afraid of, like, sabotaging their relationship. Who knows? Um, But, yeah, I mean, I think – I don't think he was trying to, like, stir the pot entirely. I think he was just more, like – freaked out.
1: But you could argue, I'm not arguing, just (laughs) one could argue that he could have taken Lindsay aside maybe in private.
0: Well, that's not the world we live in.
1: That isn't the world that we live in. (laughs) It is not. What about, how do you feel about Carl and Lindsay? I mean, and would you like to do maybe their wedding? Maybe you could do the flowers for their wedding.
0: Oh my God, I would love to do their wedding. I've retired from the wedding industry for the most part, unless... I love, like, the people and, the, like, their vision. And, I mean, I think they're great. And I feel like I've been a part of their love story a little bit or kind of watch it unfold. And, I, I mean, I'm happy for them. Like, who doesn't love love and, like, who doesn't want to support people in love? So I'm, I'm happy for them. And I hope, I hope the best and wish them the best.
1: And they seem like the real deal, at least from, like, a viewer's point of view. Like, they seem like they have what it takes to go the distance.
0: I think, like— they have a very mature relationship and the way that they travel together, they work out together, they cook all the time. Like, it's like, it's very stereotypical, like, ideal relationship. And I, I mean, I love that. I'm very, like, I'm like a walking cliche with things. And like, I love all of those things. And I'm, I'm very happy. And they do seem really, really healthy, literally, because they're working out and eating well.
1: <laughs> they work out a lot. Yeah. What about the other couple in the house, Tom Sandoval and Tom Schwartz? <laughs>
0: Oh my god, they were a, a breath of fresh air. They were so fun, and I heard so much about them. And they walked in, and I was like, the, "I'm like, you're really cool. You have like really cool outfits." I remember like rubbing Tom's like sequin blazer. I was like, "I need this."
1: <laughs> I could see you and Tom Sandoval switching clothes
0: we should have i should have stolen that blazer but i think he was like going on tour afterwards so he needed it
1: <laughs> did you just so you didn't did you know what vanderpump rules was like really no i'm such wow. a loser
0: <laughs> i don't know i mean now i do and now i'm like i i went to bravo con i sat like sat and watched a few panels and i was like these people are so funny i understand why they have like 10 seasons or whatever it is <laughs>
1: Did you, did you, so I mean, I, did you know anyone at BravoCon? like, did you know, oh, there's a you know, Beverly Hills housewife, there's a housewife from Dubai, like, did you know all these people by the time you went there?
0: Um, a little bit, I feel like I knew who some housewives were just because, like, my mom watched it, or, like, my all my, like, all my guy front, my gays watch it, and, like, love them, love every one of them, so, like, I knew them a little bit, and, like, I w- sat in on a real Housewives panels, and I was, like, cracking up, like, I was, like, I understand the obsession with Bravo now and I had met some of the girls um, from Southern Charm and then I like met obviously some of the Vanderpump rules at our like premiere night for Winter House and, and they're all just like normal people and I think people forget that. I forgot that because I like walked up to like the Southern Charm girls I was like, hi, I like, I love you and they're like, who are you? I'm like, oh, right, You're at my premiere.
1: <laughs> right. You're like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> who was because this seems to be the question that goes around now when people do interviews. Who <laughs> (laughs) was like just one or two of the nicest bravo celebrities you met
0: um i'm obsessed with ariana she's like so sweet and beautiful i'm obsessed with her for sure um and another nice one let's see um i thought i mean i feel like i'm obsessed with like taylor from um southern charm too she was like super cute
1: you love the southern charm girls and the vanderpump kids Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what about the opposite who just kind of blew you off acted like they were up there and you weren't
0: i didn't really interact with many people that like i didn't really interact with a lot of people i was in like the back room during BravoCon, but like everyone was in their own world i like didn't i mean i'm sure if i tried to talk to some people they would have been like who are you and i'm like "Mm, i'm wondering that too at this moment
1: (laughs) you're like i'm here yeah i'm on the show too What has, like, have you heard from other people, like, you know, in your life? Like, what's, what's people's reactions? I mean, what's your parents' reaction? Like, mm. now that you say that they're housewife fans and <laughs> now you're on Bravo, like,
0: Well, my friends are so happy for me. They're, like, obsessed with it, and they love sending me screenshots of my face and, like, all my horrible, like, facial expressions. I'm like, could you not do that? Um, I will say my mom going on to the show was not happy about it because she knows kind of the reputation, especially, like, Summer House has, of just being, like, a party show and da-da-da. And I'm like, Mom, you don't understand. These are, like, successful, cool people, and they make a lot of money, and I want to make a lot of money, and, like, let me do this, not that... I had to get her permission, (laughs) but she, yeah, she wasn't too happy about it. But I mean, I made my choice. I'm an adult. And actually recently she sent me a very lengthy text, which should have been an email for being honest um, about how proud she is. And she's like, you're handling yourself so well. And like talking about your business, you look so pretty. I'm like, and I think she like finally came around, which like meant a lot to me because I've been sharing my story like in my own way. And I think she's just like proud of how I'm holding myself.
1: Wow. Are your parents the same that like you'll get a text and it's so long and you're like, this is not what a text is supposed yeah. to look like? Yeah, I'm like,
0: Mom, this is like five paragraphs deep. You've used every single heart emoji color in the rainbow. like <laughs> And
1: like, when they use paragraph yes, breaks, you're that's like, what this is not a text.
0: And then she even like, starts it with like, Like, very properly and ends it properly with, like, commas. Like, love, mom. I'm like, I know, mom. I know this is you.
1: (laughs) And she was really worried. Why, just, like, out of all the shows, like, this is the party show. Like, everyone's fall down (laughs) drunk.
0: Yeah, I think she was just worried. She's like, are you sure this is a good look for your business and who you are? And I'm just like, I mean, these are all things that cross my mind, of course. But, I mean, at the end of the day, like, anyone that watches Bravo, chances are you're pretty cool and you're great. And I want you as a client, so... what what doesn't it's not going to hurt me
1: and now she's like wow like you handled yourself well
0: yeah so it was nice to have like her seal of approval finally um about it and um I mean it could have gone very wrong but I think you know she came around so
1: what do you want what do you want people to take away as they watch you specifically (laughs) you know on the show they've watched this season you know if they go back and watch again or those who are not caught up
0: I feel like the most like positive thing that people have like taken away from me being on the show is like one people are like oh my god like an Asian's on winter house I was like yes thank you true I am Asian (laughs) but I mean I I think taking away that I am you don't need to be the loudest in the room to always be noticed and even though you say I'm like I'm not reserved but like compared to these other people yeah I am but like To that degree, like, yeah, you don't need to be the loudest person in the room to be, like, noticed. And I feel like that goes – that says a lot.
1: That's good advice. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, now that you're in the mix, you know, we have a summer. It's not summer yet, but eventually we're going to have a summer. We're (laughs) going to go back to the Hamptons. Are you a Hamptons girl?
0: I'm so much more of a summer Hamptons girl than I am Vermont in winter.
1: (laughs) I am I – relocate myself May 15th, and I do That's not my step foot. my birthday. But really? Mm-hmm. Well, that is when I arrive in Sag Harbor, <laughs> and I do not come back to New York City until September or October. <laughs> so it's all about the Hamptons for me. Mm-hmm. You know, but what do you think? Might we see you on Summer House?
0: I can say I'm not on the next season as a full-time cast member, but it doesn't mean you won't see me on the show, so...
1: I mean, and you, are, have you gone back and watched any of Summer House or you just want to take all of all, it? Really? All
0: of it. I binged it all. And I was like, I am like, again, I understand. Like, I, and then I saw like how, you know, Kyle Amanda started and like all this stuff. And it's so funny now because I'm like, I know these people. Like I hung out with them. I've lived with them for two and a half weeks or whatever. And like, it's it's just so funny watching it back and like seeing how much people have grown.
1: I would think especially like meeting Colin and Amanda at their wedding mm-hmm. and now seeing them happily married, just they've gone through a lot.
0: Yeah, I think it's so much to like be proud of. And like, I mean, it, it takes it does not everyone can share their life on TV like that because you see people at their best and their worst and people are are very, very critical.
1: Do you know, like, do you hang out with a lot of these people now or you do? I mean, you're busy at work. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Do you still hang out with all these new friend's yours?
0: I've run into some of the girls at like other like influencer events and whatnot, either events that I've thrown or like been a part of. Um, But it's always so nice to see them because it's just like a comforting face because it's, you know, New York is a hectic, wild place and like running into like people feels like very homey when you do
1: what do you spend most of the time on your business and you said you were retired from weddings <laughs> you just did the courtney kardashian but mm-hmm. like what at, at fashion week so what does your like what do you tell people what you spend most of your time on
0: Events, corporate branded events or launches for alcohol brands, skincare. I've started working with YouTube and TikTok. That's fucking cool if you ask me. That's cool. <laughs> um, I did like Smirnoff's holiday party recently and yeah, big, big names.
1: <laughs> what do you do for like YouTube? Like, okay, like I'm some big YouTube star mm-hmm. or TikTok and I just want a certain type of flowers.
0: Luckily, um, I feel like most of my – most not – all my clients trust me and like now I have so much of a following in term and like I've worked with so many big names people like trust me and they're like okay just like this is the vibe this is what we want like do what what do you suggest I was like oh music to my ears like like... let me tell you what you need or what you want um but with that being said yeah usually they like give me some color palettes some like loose ideas installation things like activations we all love a photo moment you know
1: (laughs) who doesn't love flowers I mean I am I'm truly obsessed with flowers actually for real
0: (laughs) some of my brides i've had in the past could care less and really at the same time i'm just like okay that's easier for me then like you don't know what you want and sometimes they know what they don't want which is helpful because then i can like it's my job to figure out like to zone like how hone in on like what your identity
1: is do you have a favorite flower you might have said this on the show i don't think he
0: is it's a uh, tattooed on my neck here
1: oh i love that i don't know <laughs> if i mean you. either said that on your I, I think i read that somewhere i just didn't Probably. know
0: that or like a butterfly ranunculus they're like i always say they're very soft and delicate flowers with a lot of attitude
1: just like you of yeah. course <laughs> what about what flowers do you find overrated
0: i find sunflowers offensive and really, it's funny because that was like my favorite flower back in the day when I was like eighteen, and I've severely changed my opinion on them. But if you love them, I, I, I will make an arrangement for you. <laughs> and hydrangeas. Where
1: do you stand on like roses? Do you love? Because I love. I mean, you're gonna maybe you know want me to leave the room now. Like I love the non-red roses. I love white roses. I love pink roses are you a traditionalist you only want your you're, you're you not about to, to, no
0: i'm just kidding you're um, about to get
1: serious now
0: it's so funny that you say that because most people and all any guy i've ever dated they're like you like they they never get me flowers because they're so worried they're gonna like let me down I was like you don't understand every valentine's day I want a dozen of red roses I want white roses all the time like I want cliches because they are cliches for a reason they represent like white roses are classic and beautiful get them for me I want red roses on valentine's day because it's like love like get me the fucking teddy bear and the candy box I literally told my boyfriend that like the other day and like I I like like those base, basic flowers like you don't like if I want a, a beautiful ranch mail I'll make it myself.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Do you have flowers all around your house? Negative. <laughs>
0: None, I can't even keep plants alive. Like I, the only time I ever have flowers in my apartment are like flowers left over from events. And I'm just like, all right, well, I'll make something.
1: <laughs> do you get flowers for a lot of other people? Like your boyfriend, like, are you, are you a flower giver?
0: Oh my God, yeah, all the time. Like anytime I, I'm very like old fashioned. So if I go to like someone's house, I'll bring wine and flowers. I don't know, my parents taught me right, you know?
1: <laughs> what about, you know, cause we, look, winter house, summer house, Bravo. There's such a guilty pleasure for so many people. <laughs> like, do you have guilty pleasures? I mean I know you didn't watch a lot of reality TV like it doesn't have to be reality just like scripted TV like what are your you know are, (laughs) are, are you binging anything or are you just like I don't watch TV
0: oh my god no I watch like every single horror movie that ever has been made and that like any movie that's ever come out but if we're talking about TV shows I've been obsessed with Gilmore Girls my entire life like I will watch it daily
1: Anything CW, Gilmore Girls, <laughs> Dawson's Creek, Felicity, They're all that like stuff. Classics, but Gossip Girl.
0: I really love um, Selling Sunset and Selling OC. Like those are my reality TV binge watching shows. I'm like, give me. It's like giving me fashion, drama, like uh, some class. You know, all of it. I love those shows.
1: Selling a Sunset is one of the best reality shows that has ever existed. Yes. In the history of TV, I can't I wait for
0: the next season. Like I, I don't know. When, I think it's coming out soon, but I'm like, I cannot wait.
1: And selling, I've had a lot of them on. I've had a lot of the OC girls on selling the OC, <gasps> just as good, just as good. It
0: I took me a while to warm up. It takes to a it, minute. But it's because you like you don't know who these people are. Right. You're not like invested. But now I am, and I'm ready for season two.
1: Are you still mourning the exit of Christine Quinn, or are you just like, thank God she's gone?
0: I feel like they were just doing her dirty at the end. Like, they weren't giving her anything. Like, she should have just left after her wedding and been like, I'm done. Because they were tearing her down. They were just trying to make her, like... I know she was, like, the villain, but they were, like, just doing her so dirty.
1: Do you follow her on Instagram? I mean, girlfriend is, like, she is... I don't think she even remembers... We don't even remember she was on a reality show. She doesn't even acknowledge it. She's
0: like, I'm so above you, bitches. Which is probably what she would say. Like, she is like
1: front row. She's like in Paris every day at every she's fashion, a fashion show. girl. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. Like you, you transitioned overnight. I it's saw crazy. a
0: funny article and it was like Kendall or Kylie meets uh, Christine Quinn and Kylie definitely didn't know who she was and I was like. <gasps>
1: I'm just picturing Kylie meeting Chris. I was like, Oh wow, <laughs> oh, no you have to who who's your favorite selling sunset agent, like besides her like on the show, like if you were gonna
0: I feel like I started to really love Chriselle. I own it like her like, oh, who's the other who the um oh, who's the, Heather? I love Heather too. Is I'm still
1: just... coming around on Heather mm-hmm.
0: I, don't I think know. I like Emma, oh, Emma, I didn't realize Emma is like pretty young. Is she? Yeah. I didn't I've, even know that. Because like Chrishell's like in their 40s and, and I was surprised to find that um, Emma's like my age. And I was like, she just looks like so much more womanly than me.
1: I, I just thought they were all the same age. But no. it is it is literally the best show ever. Mm-hmm. But so is Bravo's million dollar listing L.A. Which I is, need to
0: watch uh, that. I saw it. have no idea. It, or I saw it pop up on my like, you should watch this. And I was like, hmm, it's hmm.
1: back. It's back, I think, any day now. But it's it's it's. It's going to be a good season.
0: Okay, I'll give it a watch.
1: What's next for you? What do you have next going on in life? Doing anything special for the holidays, New Year's?
0: Well, I had a pretty huge blowout New Year's last year, so I'm going to take a back seat on this one. But I'm going to Denver next week to meet my boyfriend's family, so that's a big deal. Wow. Um, other than that, just kind of cruising into the next year, and like I want to go to Europe for a month or something, and just really just... L- zone out happily.
1: just zone out listen yeah. you've been working really hard <laughs> we've loved watching you on Winter House this season you're gonna be back next season I feel it <laughs> Winter House is gonna be back because I think this second season was blew the first the first one was great I think the season blew the first one out of the water I think so too <laughs> so anything else you wanna chat about before we leave I really appreciate your time thank you for coming in studio I love when someone wants to come into the studio
0: anything to put on a look you know y-
1: well yeah I really hope you didn't do all this for me. Everyone's going to have to see these <laughs> videos because you are you are dressed. You are dressed. I'm like,
0: well, I'm going to leave here and go buy a Chanel bag.
1: <laughs> do it. Do it. I'm all about a bag. But I really appreciate your time. Everyone. Where, where can everyone follow you that doesn't already follow you?
0: You can follow me on my personal Instagram page, Dearest Period Rachel, or for less of my face, you can follow my business page at Dearest Rachel NYC
1: i love it thank you so much thank Thank you rachel thank you bye bye thanks for listening to yet another episode of behind the velvet rope because without you listeners i would just be a crazy person with voices in my head and if you like what you hear go to cameo and book me on cameo and you can ask me anything there i'll answer whatever you want and i have a bargain basement price of ten dollars thank you guys see you soon